This morning's Dharma talk is titled Explaining Your Emotions. So you have and then you want to tell somebody about it. So you, you you don't create emotions, you receive them. You haven't noticed that? I didn't see any heads nod. So uh, I, I take this back to a, a way of teaching that I've talked about before. It's nothing new. I didn't invent it. But producing and receiving. Producing something and receiving something. Keep an eye on that. If you're a meditator, keep an eye on that. Keep both eyes on that. Keep your third eye on that if you have one. So it is not about manipulating, controlling, pushing, pulling, adjusting, doing anything. Just slow right down. Be a minimalist. Be as little as possible. If you want to see who this is, what this is, if you want to see what this is and what this is, hold still. You can call it meditation. You can call it anything. Just slow down and observe or receive, 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 receive whatever's arising in any of the sense fields, including the mind, including that emotional dynamic that seems so similar to thoughts, but it's not exactly thinking. It's not exactly thinking, or is it otherwise? That's why you can't track it down. You might as well go fishing. Anybody here ever go fishing without anything, any bait? No, it's a lot easier. You don't have to kill the worm. You don't need bait. So the idea here is, Producing, you know, talking, saying, gesturing, moving around, we're producing, we're producing movement, we're producing our flapping our tongues, we're telling somebody about how we're feeling. Why do we do that? Because we can get rid of some of that energy. And I would say, sit down, hold still, find out what it is you're getting rid of. I'll say that again. Find out what it is you don't like. This is called uh, First Noble Truth of the Buddha, the teaching of the Buddha. Life is suffering. We don't like it. We want to be rid claw at something. You just might as well just keep spinning the wheel called your life. Your ups, your downs, your success. And I'm sure you notice things get better and get worse. Have you noticed that? Things get better and then they get worse. And they get better and they get worse. And what do we do? We track it. We explain it. We explain our emotions to ourselves and to everyone else. Well, I'm just feeling like this. I'm feeling like that. I'm not feeling so good. I'm feeling really great. <clears throat> I'm not saying it isn't accurate, maybe even precise, but you could uh, withdraw or recede from that slightly and watch what keeps tumbling forth. Watch what tumbles forth on its own rather than you promoting it or pushing it or or pulling at it or doing anything with it. Just watch the, the natural. You could even say, I'm going to say, even though it's incorrect, it's not precise, the innate activity. It looks like it's innate, but it's not. Find out what's innate. I'm not talking about short for Nathaniel. I'm talking about what is what is fundamentally the truth. Fundamentally, find out. The Buddha and uh, all the other people down through the centuries that have had some kind of feeling about what this is are speechless, unless they're not. And if they do talk, they know they're lying through their teeth all the time. You can't say what this is. Are emotions created in the moment? I think they tumble out in the moment. They may be generating somewhere else. Uh, they could be generating in a space you can't see. They could be generating without any particular awareness or consciousness that knows about it. Just like you don't, you're not aware of the dream you had last night. But if I ask you about it, it's accessible. Or not. Maybe you can say, well, I can't really I remember kind of what it felt like, but I don't remember exactly what the content was. So, more? Um, I guess where I'm, I'm trying to look at... With emotions, you said that they are received. 
And I'm wondering if they are received in, in their totality as opposed to like uh, a dependent conditional arising based on what's occurring. I think both. It can, it can show up either way or both at the same time. So it can be coincident with other things. It could be seems totally uh, discreet or solitary. There's no, no and, to, and to look into that is it's what? Awareness. awareness. Yeah, it's awareness. You could just receive. You could just start today. Start receiving anything that happens to you, anything that occurs in front of you, inside of you. The, those two things look like they're different. You just receive. Uh, another way of saying it is just take it. Just just let, just allow it to be what it is so that you can see more clearly what that actually is. And if you, your thoughts are not your own. And why? Because there isn't anyone thinking. It sure looks like it's pretty damn convincing to think that I'm feeling this and I'm thinking that. It's very, very convincing. It's called illusion. It's called delusion. And, of course, there's no guarantee that if you do this, that suddenly uh, you're going to be all uh, happy and sparkling. Could you say a little more about um, how the emotions are received or what it, how that shows up as a receiving as opposed to a production? So you have, just to make a very simple scenario, you're, someone says something and it triggers something uh, that and you start to have a, a reaction to that or an emotion about that. And the production, uh, the receiving is just you just you just feel it. You, you might not have an explanation. You might just notice the texture of that doesn't feel so good. That might be your addition to it. As soon as you start saying it doesn't it feels, uh, I feel put upon, I feel, um, why did they do that to me? All those are all productions. The feeling itself doesn't have a, 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 a um, not trying to be silly, but it doesn't have an actual feeler behind it. The identity is not there until you create it. There isn't anyone feeling your feeling. You're not having, I'm not saying there isn't feelings arising, but those feelings have don't have uh, some kind of contingency on someone who's feeling that. That's how you would contrast um, the production as opposed to the reception of an emotion, like how those differ. So the... Uh, the reception is just, it's just, you're just, uh, that's what all the sense fields are about. You have uh, the sense of seeing and there's the object, which is color, shape, size, distance, and all of those things come forth. Um, same thing happens in all the other sense fields, just a different quality, a different way that the object uh, appears. And then the production is, is, that, is the way in which that works to produce something else. That's why you'll go, if you're hungry, you'll have the feeling of hunger and you'll go get food. You'll go to the refrigerator. Uh, in ancient times, you would go to whatever you could eat. And what, uh, I guess, how much say-so do we have over production? There's some. There's not much, but there's some. And the way we understand that is to fine-tune it. In other words, keep it as simple as possible. Very, very simple. Um, very simple. Simpler than that. Very. And watch what continues to fluff up and go forth. Because what's coming forth is the very nature of karma, cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect. We're here. Look at this amazing situation that we just take for granted every day. You know, we're looking for our socks. We're, we're, you know, why is our toothbrush on the floor? Those kinds of things. Back up a little bit in that recede into the very being that is aware that that's even the case. It's a stunning situation. And if you do that, you will eventually. You'll get used to just being present. You'll get used to just this, just this. 
with no one who is here, but just a consciousness or an awareness that is here that is not separate from anyone else. This is called compassion. Don't try to figure it out. And if you do try to figure it out, stop it. How do you stop it? Sit down, hold still, and watch the one who thinks they're compassionate. If you think you're being compassionate to somebody, um, this is a very interesting uh, narrative that we have about, well, at least I put others before myself. Maybe. More about that? Yeah. I was just wondering how it sounds like we're talking about dependent origination. Yes. And I'm wondering how that's different from like predetermination. I'll say more. What do you, what do you mean uh, by predetermination? I guess the idea that you really have no say so because everything's kind of coming together to create the yes. situation. So mm -hmm. you could become, it feels like nihilistic and say, well, you have no say so because all of your conditioning's there and the external conditioning. Mm -hmm. So it's just bound to happen that way. Yeah. And, and what this is, is a conclusions. Don't conclude. This is, if you conclude, and if I see myself concluding, that's how I look to myself. That's how I, that's how this looks. That's how I know about this. Awareness and ignorance are not two separate things. Chew on that for a while. How do I know that? I don't know it. That's how I know. I don't know. It. It's knowing this is a, a stick and this is wood and this has been carved and this is made out of a certain kind of wood and it's making a sound because I put it on the table. And as I'm doing this, as I'm doing this, I'm ignoring everything else. And then as soon as I look turn away from that, I'm ignoring, ignoring that and I'm looking, receiving what's here. I'm receiving what's here. I don't know what to say until I look at you. The, I, I'm badgered into coming up with a name for the talk. Have you noticed how you do that? Have you got a talk title today? She doesn't say it in that tone of voice, so that was my flakiness that was doing that. And I think, I don't know, do I? What am I going to talk about? I'm always talking about the same thing. I just give it a different name. Sure. We have a lot of an example like coming in to sit down and there's just like another situation that we have going on in our life that just floods that uh, particular mm -hmm. um, taking us away from something. Now, if you're aware of it, you don't you don't have to do anything but be aware. Whatever occurs to you is exactly what you got coming. If, if three weeks from now you have a, a car wreck, I'm not putting anything evil on you particularly, but if, you ha if something happens, it's because of causes and conditions that are outside of your purview. You can barely, you know, you can't even look at the back of your head. Isn't that irritating? I mean, eyes in the front of your head and somebody misplaced. I mean, look how lucky fish are. They don't have to do that, you know, because they can see all the way around. And of course, we're what predators. Go ahead. It just seems like those apparent external yes. things coming in. Are we still possibly? But if you see that you don't you don't have any input there, then you can just let it lay. You don't have to resuscitate that. You don't have to continually go on what I call zombie thoughts. Once the thought comes up, fine. Let it do whatever it wants. It wants to hang around, fine. If it wants to go away, but don't resuscitate it. Don't keep going in and trying to drag past thoughts and memories about any damn situation. There isn't anything but right now. If you think there's a past, you will suffer. I'm not condemning you to anything. I just... But because how do I know? Because I spent a lot of years doing that. I'm still doing it in some sense where I couldn't teach. If I abandoned this for something else, I could not teach. Go ahead. It just seems like there's a whole zombie army coming after us that we're not. Notice now. Go ahead. I'm excited now. Yeah. Army. <laughs> yes. Can they be self-resurrected? Everything is self-resurrected. It just looks like there's someone doing it. Don't participate. Don't 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 participate. Don't abandon, and don't 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 uh, uh, don't uh, uh, object. 
those are the three poisons showing up in different ways, sometimes all together, sometimes a little bit of pastel, a little bit of a bright green, and sometimes a little bit of uh, dark gray. I mean, everything is coming together to form an apparent situation we call it right now. So any more questions? I can say more. I can talk all day. Ed. Where are we receiving all this stuff from? The sources, uh, the sources and imputation that things come from someplace. Just because you see a rabbit run out of a hole and across the yard doesn't mean it came from somewhere. I mean, it, it, relatively, yes, it came out. of That's what we get hooked on the relativity of it. And we don't realize our ultimate nature. If you realize your ultimate nature, there's no rabbit, there's no hole, there's nothing happening. There's nothing happening. At the same time, everything is completely flooding our awareness with um, where things are coming, where they might be coming, who did it. Uh, but there's no no uh, source for anything. That's a misunderstanding based on the uh, the fixation and the, and the grasping at relative truth. He did it. She gets credit. He doesn't get credit. And and we're we're doing better. We're doing worse. Elaborating on your emotions. Don't do it. I'm not saying don't feel. I'm actually saying whatever is arising as you're feeling your emotion, your thought patterns, uh, just observe. Be a good as is sometimes said. Be a good host. Just allow things to come and go. When I say allow, even that's a little bit extra. Because that is uh, the assumption you have some say-so about it. You can't stop what you feel. You can't stop what you think. Have you noticed that? Don't do anything with it. Be a good host. More? I'm, I'm, I'm still Grab hung it. up. What, what do we mean by receiving emotions? There? Okay, I'll, I'll show you. Okay. Now, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Did you hear that? Yes. You received it. Same thing with emotions. Emotions show they don't belong to anyone. If you think they belong to somebody, then you add on, you can you construct, you blame, you you backtrack uh, that you have a feeling, and instead of having the feeling, you uh, there's attribution. Well, it's because it's because it's because we're not saying there isn't some relative truth, but you get hooked in the loop called samsara. You don't have to do that. You can actually live and be a living being and be liberated. Am I liberated? Not particularly. You said something about when we explain our feelings, it might be a precise or accurate explanation. So what is the difference between that precision and the precision of just this? Uh, the precision uh, that you're looking at and you're, you're assuming it's precise or you're seeing it's precision is an addition. It's a very subtle, sophisticated kind of precision, but it's still circular. Really highly intelligent people who have really good... Uh, what do they call those brains? They're able to figure things, talk faster than the rest of us, get things done, accomplish things, think up formulas for new things are, that's good. They should do that. But what we're trying to understand here is uh, suffering. Why we're having, you wouldn't be in this room if you weren't having some kind of difficulty. This is great fun. I think I'll come and listen to that guy say stuff. So you'd be here, I'm not saying you couldn't, be here for lots of other reasons or motivation, but really it's still, what is, what fundamentally is this situation we find ourselves in as human beings? Go ahead. When we're interacting with other people, how can we tell when something needs an Needs one. Just end it. And then notice how you can't help but do it, because then it, then that becomes the awareness. This is called renunciation. You're just, I'm not saying you're doing, getting rid of something. You're just no longer fueling that. You notice the emotion come up and you you notice it, you watch it, you feel it. It might even crystallize or solidify in some way. You just observe, just observe. Just You might be talking to someone that you are having a lot of difficulty with because of the way they're acting, what they're talking, what they're saying. They might not be doing anything. Observe, do that. And as far as I know, I'm not, I'm not positive about how to do that unless you're spending 
pole still and get very, very good at observing whatever rises in the any of the sense fields in particular, the mind, the consciousness, whatever rises, do nothing with it. Be a good host. I mean, actually allow that to come up. I, I hesitate to say allow because it's even less than that. There's not even any allower. There's no one there that is assuming, well, I'm just going to allow. I'm just going to I'm just going to be me. This is all extra. It's a very sophisticated, very subtle form of self-centeredness. Until the, until the self-centeredness is seen, it's going to still continue to try to take over your life and run you based on uh, success and failure, cause and effect, the eight worldly dharmas of up and down, back and forth, life and death. That's the big one. If you see what this is, uh, you, you won't see any difference between life and death. I'm not saying you won't you, you won't feel threatened if, you're, if you get sick and think, oh, I'm, I'm going to die. I'm not saying that won't happen, of course, but it's a relative situation you're observing. The ultimate situation you are not separate from. It's not a state of mind. It be something about it. And even that might be extra. Explication, well, explanation? Not always, because if you're just listening, that's communication, not saying much. But you might be saying stuff in, the, in your own consciousness about what, somebody's, what somebody is saying that you're listening to. You might be adding on, but it's only about watching the adding on. When I say don't produce, I know you can't help it. I can't help it. I'm producing now. I'm running my mouth, talking about stuff I know nothing about. I couldn't do this if I knew what I was talking about. Uh, if you don't don't understand, then questions would be good. You know, drag it out of me. It's there. Yes. No. What is the difference? Ego's extra. Ego is kind of a protection. Uh, against anything interfering with anything that's uh, flowing this way or flowing that way. It's, it's wanting your own way about things. Isn't that what emotions are? Whatever you say. Go ahead. Wanting what you, wanting things to be the way you think they should be. Okay. That an emotion, and isn't that ego? Could be. Could be. You have a question? You forget it? Yeah. All right. Yes. Um, from Sanho. We have a lot in common. Sanho. Sanho, yes. Where's he been? I think he might be in Oklahoma, but I'm not sure. Uh, his question, can you act or speak while on receive? Yes. That's the only way you can do it authentically. When I say authentic, I mean a genuine. You're not objecting to dependent origination. You don't necessarily understand it. You've not become a scholar. But you're no longer arguing with uh, reality. You're no longer taking exception to whatever's occurring and whatever's going away. You have no, I'm not saying you don't have some kind of an opinion, but it's very, very slight. It's very subtle and it doesn't last long. It's like, and it's gone. So it shows up and it goes away. But what, what doesn't show up and go away uh, is uh, invisible. You can't see it. You can't see this. What's the old, the old fashioned, uh, uh, metaphor for that is, a, is an eye can't see itself. It sees everything else. And is there something else? Find out. Yes. I think yesterday you said something like information doesn't doesn't show up as something else. Um, what's the difference between information showing up as something else and it not? Say more. What is it you want to know besides the difference between those? I mean, all the time. So don't don't ignore it. Don't uh, don't modify it into something else. Uh, don't push it away. So passion, or, uh, ignorance, uh, passion, and aggression. Do nothing with it. Then it will take up its own dynamic. 
sometimes called uh, self-existing. It's just it's just that. It, it's 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 the way things break. The first, everything looks like it's hooked to everything else. This causes that, causes that. And we make assumptions and primitive society as we live in thinks that some people are for, to blame and some people are not. And it makes it just makes things worse uh, from the point of view of suffering. But have to do something. So this is what we're doing. Is it actually observable to see if you're not meddling with what arises? I think initially, eventually there won't be that kind of witness. Eventually, and I'll say a little bit more, eventually meddling and not meddling aren't two different things. We have to start somewhere. So we start with, just like we start with uh, goodness, being good, being kind, being helpful. But if you do that, uh, uh, try, to, try to push away mistakes or evil or bad or something like that. If you try to get it out of a, uh, if you try to squeeze relative truth to just have the good stuff show up and the so-called uh, anterior or bad stuff go away, then then you're just, you're buying into this. And what is the buying in? You think you're somebody and you think somebody else is somebody else. Any other questions? Say to Um So a lot of times um, emotions, even if you aren't, expressing them when they arise, um, if you aren't producing anything, um, will affect people around you and they want an explanation, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're living with people in, in yes. close quarters. Um, how do we get into um, explaining without getting hooked by the explanation? So two things, explain but don't explain. So, uh, you know, meet the person where they're at. If, and this is, is going to be, uh, if, if everybody asked this question and everybody had some kind of situation that was very similar to this, everybody would be talking about some other dynamic, some other person it might be your, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your, your neighbor, your employer. It could be so many things. So it's always variable. So always do it situationally. Don't come up with a protocol for anything. The only protocol you can come up with anything is less is better. Just less of everything, uh, and if you and that way, that less, that feeling of not doing much is uh, allows more. Maybe not. Uh, um, maybe you would call it psychological space or something like that. I don't know, but but beyond receive as much as possible, so you actually see what it is is what would be the most helpful to that person without meddling with them and without uh, some kind of propaganda about yourself. Oh, I'm not having any problem. You may be. Don't go the other way and try to. Uh, explain your way out of it. You could actually uh, say if a person was saying, "I notice you're not, you don't seem to be doing so well. How, what's going on with you? You, you know, uh, it's not doing so well right now. I don't feel so good." You could say that, but, but then uh, let them just. Uh, I say they might go. They might just. They don't want to go there, and so you should allow them to to uh, be do whatever they're doing rather than draw draw them into that. Don't try to get rid of your intense emotions by, by expressing them out. Although that psychology talks about this quite a bit differently. You need to, what was it, Arthur Janov? I was really hooked on that book back in the early 70s, The Primal Screen. Oh my gosh, I was screaming all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I what was it, uh, John Lennon and uh, Yoko Ono were both participating in that. So I was pretty hooked. I think I bought 10 copies of that book. And then I met the Vidyatara. Then I met Trump. I think it was uh, within a year, changed quite a bit. And I'm not saying that that kind of approach wouldn't have. It's it's relative, so it has a relative 
So that's why it's a mundane uh, path of correcting things that are wrong and making them better. That's a trap. That's a trap. It needs to be done through the awareness. If we didn't, if we live forever, then go screen. And eventually you just get worn out and you'd stop having such a, you know, after about three or 400 years, you'd probably say, finally, that's over with. And now I can just relax and smell the flowers, so to speak. But the spiritual path uh, in this situation, death comes without warning. This body is going to be a corpse. This body will go back into the elements and if, uh, realize that you're not your body. If you, you think that you're, if you think you are this, it's going to be scary when that comes up. Sir. What's the difference between sitting and observing and living and observing? Oh, so the idea was sitting. The reason that seems to work, uh, I'm not saying you couldn't do it, living and just observing, you know, being uh, meditation in action, being aware that you're reaching for the, the, the stick or whatever and where that you're putting it back down but that's that's very circular it's very mundane then it, it then it then it strengthens the the solid uh situation of of, of uh, relative truth which which is fine the problem with that is is it's it it just has more and more sophisticated circles and one feels more and more like one is being aware the credential of being aware is a lie if you think you're being aware you're lying to yourself there's no way you can know that you're aware. Awareness can't see itself. You're just draw, You're getting credentials from a uh, from a source that is a, just a pack of lies. So what do I say to address your question? Sit down and hold everything still that you can, and watch the continued movement of the mind. And each person will be different. Some people's mind will really speed up and be very flashy and bright, and some people will just practically go to sleep. Uh, they might even go to sleep. And when someone says, "I can't stay awake meditating," I said, "Well, then fall asleep." Meditation is not about, it's about you, and it needs to be for each person. When you see exactly what you need to see or do, of all the different kinds of ways I've tried to meditate or whatever, I come back to this simple situation. Sit down, hold still, sit symmetrical, and don't add. Be a minimalist. Is there a, question? Is there a payoff in meditation in the sense that you're grasping less? It could be, I don't know if I'd call it a payoff, but you might notice that you might notice the 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 grasping might happen without someone grasping that there's no jumping back away out of the activity into the identity of someone who's doing that so that whole area starts to become more uh more a little bit more vague which is it's clarity about being vague but still clarity so the clarity about what's happening seems to be get stronger and from the point of view of the ego the self-centeredness you might not like that that might be scary. That's why it seems to be necessary to have uh, this particular meta uh, structure that we've had for thousands of years, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, the, the, the teaching person, uh, the what is being taught, dependent origination, passion, aggression, and ignorance, the three marks of existence, the eightfold path, the 12 links in the chain of existence, and all the other, and all the Abhidharma literature, which is just flooded with concepts about what this is. If you like it, go take a bite. Gorge yourself on it if you need to. But the grasp, but the grasping will be seen to be either come or go. It may depend on the a karma that you're showing up. Just like your hair is a certain color, someone else doesn't have any hair. You cut it off. But so the causes and conditions are very different. There's a similarity. We're all human, apparently. Uh, but then there's quite a bit of difference in the way each person is handling or working with their feelings, their emotions. They're grasping, they're rejecting, and so on. So it's always about awareness. You need to do it yourself. You're completely alone. If you think you're with others, uh, this is a misunderstanding of Sangha. Sangha is you're with 
people who are completely alone. You won't get support from from Sangha uh, other than support you in your in your awareness practice. Yes. People that are in relationships completely alone too. Sure. Yes, they are. Completely what? Alone. How yeah. Does, how does completely alone being completely alone um, relate to you know self? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a way of talking about the appearance of a self. The I, that me feeling, and the I am feeling is the is the is the beginning is the last substrate of identity. So if you look at a relationship, gives us we get our relationship, we get our identity from others. You notice that your friends are really nice to you; they buy into your bullshit. They don't tell you about it because they're your friends. They love you no matter what you do. Someone else who's on a different frequency, they see one piece of of a misunderstanding, misrepresentation, or falsehood, they're right on you about it. And that might be happen that they just do it enough so that you no longer are with them anymore. That's called a, what? Enemy? Frenemy? Or one of those. So it's the, the final uh, substrate, and I don't know if I could probably come up with a better word, is me. So who's feeling this? Me. Uh, who is me? Well, I'm me. But keep looking there. Eventually, there isn't any. It doesn't mean everything goes away. In fact, in fiction, your personality can be, become more powerful because you're no longer concerned about how you appear to others. If you're worried about how you appear to others, um, you'll try to be be somebody else. You try to not look so bad. Yeah. Isn't um, the arising of emotions tied to that sense of self-centeredness that yeah, that seems to be the core of the problem always. Yeah, that the, 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 the self who needs something else or doesn't want any more of that or likes this but doesn't like that, picking and choosing, picking and choosing, based on on all kinds of things, on all kinds of untraceable. You know, just I prefer banana cream pie, but I'd have pumpkin pie if that's what you gave me. So I'm not. I'm a little selective. Actually, I wouldn't have either one of those right now because I don't usually don't eat when I'm up here. More? Where have you been, by the way? Not here. Okay. <laughs> as long as you're clear. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. Um, you know when you get those brain worms? Yeah. And you can't get rid of them. And should you? I mean, I get those all the time now, all the time. Yeah. And I think, how can I stop that? It's driving me crazy. Yeah. And yeah. that arises like song out of you know. Oh. Yeah. You're right. Are you ready for the uh, response, or is that more questions? Yeah, should I get rid of it? Don't do anything. Don't 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 get rid of anything. There's if you get rid of something, you just get it. You give it an identity, and it will fight back. And it might might be gone for three days, three weeks, but it's coming back because it's circular. It's a belief in. We actually believe that we're that there's a night and a day and a life and a death. We believe in relative truth. And it's not saying that it isn't there, but it is what? It's an illusion. It's unreal. Who you are can't come or go. Who you are is can't be killed. And, and you can actually be in a living form and transcend this situation. And is it a credential? No. If it's a credential, then it's a misunderstanding. and It's a highly polished form of success. There's no success. There's no failure. You have to have the relative situation has to be occurring more. Just watch the worms. So what's the difference between a song brain worm? And the thought brain worms. Same one, same, same situation. Dependent origination, except with the attribution is extra. We think we're thinking, we think we're remembering, 
there's the I feeling that it's having the memory or the, the memory is just, it doesn't have a, a, a memorizer. There's, there's no mem there's no memory there that we're not saying it doesn't show up. We're in a particular, uh, we're in a realm that is a very low vibration called uh, living beings uh, in a realm called, it's uh, referred to as a realm of desire, wanting other things, wanting something else, wanting something else, not wanting this. That's, that's the other kind of desire. I don't want that. And the other kind is I want that. And then the other kind of more, uh, more difficult to see is, is I don't want to look at that anymore. Ignorance. I don't like it. I'm not going to look. I'm going to shut down. I'm going to distract myself into something else. Like if I look at these flowers for a while, you guys just drop out of sight. Good question. Uh, a follow-up from Sanho. He's doing well. He said he just finished his first semester Friday and happy to start dispensing one-sixth of legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> And Very in precise. regards to that, um, he has another question. Yes. Uh, what does it look like to communicate persuasively while on receive? And that's in regards to prisoners' rights. You just keep it very simple and spend spend a lot of time. Uh, if you're going to do something like that, prisoners' rights, which I'm all in favor of, uh, Sanho, of you working in that area at some point when you get your uh, past the bar and so on. Um, a lot of time on the cushion, a lot of time sitting down and not concluding, not excluding, not doing nothing. Just receive. Just be a just be a receiver. Whatever's coming your way. You want to help others? Then start with yourself. Start start by not fighting with if you if you're fighting with yourself, if you're arguing with worms, then you, it's going to be very difficult for when you're interacting with others to not project those worms onto others and cause and effect, thinking someone else is causing your emotions, your feelings, and so on. Much easier to, to, when I say much easier, if you're meditating, it's easier to see that, that, that you're on kind of a stage, you're in a play that is uh, dependently risen and you can just get, you can get moved to the front row, spend the rest of your life in the front row. Eventually the whole theater disappears and then it comes back as what? As an illusion. Further questions? Sun is hitting me. Yes. I had a question that came up around with what Michael was asking with, um, I think it's a question about grasping. Yeah. Um, and it was talked about like how things are choiceless, but can awareness affect the apparent separation? Say more. I follow you, but say more. With that area that looks like choice, can being more aware change how we respond to a situation? Sure. You might not respond at all. You might just tilt your head, which allow things to come in this, so to speak, and allow things to have their relative. Listening, one of the best things you can do to be real uh, for really powerful communication is to listen to others. Receiving, as I sometimes have said in the past, 90 10, receive 90% of the time, and then produce 10%. In other words, talk. Or you can find some area in there that would work for you, depending on you listen all the time to them. It's not always comfortable. If it's someone who that's uh, uncomfortable, excuse me, then, then limit, use some form, limit your time with them so that you don't start reacting and start going in and making life more miserable for you and for them. Say, spend 10 minutes and say, whoops, got to go. Got to do something else. It's okay to do that. It's very good. It's just like somebody comes to help you. They don't, they don't just turn their life over to you. They help you a little bit or listen to you. I see what you're saying. That sounds really difficult. You know, so you could participate, acknowledge what's happening, but don't fix anybody and no advice at all. Unless uh, make them drag it out of you. You heard me say this over and over. Have somebody ask you, what would you do? What can, can you help me? 
and say, and then you could not interrogate, but you could ask a little bit. So what's this, what's it like for you? What are you doing so far? Are you doing, is there anything that's helping you? In other words, participate with them rather than be the know-it-all. Benedict is right. I'm just told stuff. People don't give me any, they just listen to them. I don't feel particularly put upon because they're not acting, treating me like some kind of a wonderful sage or something. If somebody treats me like that, I kick them out unless they're bringing fruits and gifts. Mm -hmm. Thinking of a situation where maybe a tendency or something that I'm doing is upsetting someone else and it looks like they want me to stop doing that particular thing. Mm -hmm. If it still looks like I have some say-so in the area, so I just continue to do that thing. You can stop. Someone, it depends on, you know, it's so situational. It depends on what it is. You know, if you're wetting the bed, then I suggest you get another bed. Pretty straightforward. I'm being silly, but I'm saying, what can you say more about it without being too personal? Well, a situation that comes up is, uh, it's not so much lately because my eating habits have changed, but like sometimes the way that I eat or go after food upsets Junchu. You make a lot of noise? Slurp, slurp, slurp. No, it's no. just, she... Mm -hmm. I, I can eat and like end up like not feeling well, and she gets upset about it. <laughs> so you don't feel well, but she gets upset. Way I think we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's almost like a Zen teaching. <laughs> I eat poison, you die. <laughs> but interesting area. That's uh, as much as you can uh, put it on receive. I wouldn't try to correct it out of your limited understanding of what's happening. All of our understanding of what's happening is very limited, even though people go to, you know, if you, you know, psychiatrists, psychologists, doctors are continually trying to work out of limited information. There's only one person that really has any information, and that's you. Go ahead. So even like trying not to upset her and not eating that particular or doing those things is premature? Is that I didn't say premature. I would say immature. <laughs> you really don't have to uh, be uh, responsible for what she's feeling. You could, she could just feel what she feels. She might express it, receive, listen to her. You don't have to do what she says necessarily. I'm not sure if I'm connecting with what. What do you think? Like couples counseling. <laughs> uh, as much as you can receive, that would be good. And and you know how what you're eating or what you're how you're feeling. That's uh, it's none of her business, really. I mean, fundamentally, it's not. It's your body-mind complex, and you're the one who's eating. And But she's probably, since you guys are partners, then she's probably going to be concerned with what you're doing, probably gets irritated with the way you act. <laughs> yes? When that situation comes up, and I re just I reflect on the teaching of um, things not being separate, it seems yeah. like that almost invites the idea that I have some responsibility for affecting how she's feeling because she is feeling yeah. others. You know, a little bit, but I wouldn't uh, overdo it. I mean, a little bit. If that's coming up for you, then just a little bit. But don't add on to that. Don't elaborate. You know, you personally, to pick on you since you're showing up here, have a tendency to elaborate and ruminate about things because you want to modify them or correct them or fix them. Or, I'm sure you don't feel, if she's feeling bad, I'm sure you don't feel delighted with that whole situation. So I would say less is better. And, and don't necessarily look for some other result. I mean, stay with the situation as it is. And, and you could even say it this way. You could have a willingness to just... Be whatever's happening. Don't don't modify that or jump to something else or some kind of solution based on um, you know, half the information about it. It's not like fire is hot, water is wet. It's like this is a, it's a complicated situation. So less is better. When we talk about trying to change something out of a limited understanding, does that imply that 
uh, we ever get a more complete understanding. I'm not saying you wouldn't, but if, you're, if you keep going in and trying to fix it based on guesswork or on what she shouldn't, he shouldn't, they shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. I should have said, if I just did it this way, it's just, uh, just, you know, it's just mounting all over the place. So less is better. This is why meditation uh, as a, a way of deepening our understanding of, of whatever is happening in our life uh, seems to work. And we do enough of it, but it's difficult to do because it, it's kind of boring to sharpen something. We don't get to cut anything. Go ahead. Disagreeing. Oh, you were? You're agreeing. Oh, good. Uh, you, you've been here long enough. You can see where you would agree. Uh, yes. Um, in regards to your talk title, Explaining Your Feelings, um, mm -hmm. as everyone probably knows, this Wednesday, both the president and vice president will be here in Battle Creek. Oh. And there seems to be a lot of um, high emotion around both sides. <coughs> um, how, how do we not get caught up in that either or? You, see, you or get either. caught. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to join this side or refute that side. Better. I'm not saying it will be comfortable. It probably won't be. It wouldn't be comfortable for anyone. It's not co comfortable for him or for, for anyone else involved. It's, it's very uncomfortable, but there's very little mind training going on. Very little sitting down, holding still, watching what's occurring uh, based on on just observing what comes and what goes and the way things uh, uh, connect or disconnect. It's always about awareness, no, never about right and wrong. It's not saying that things don't look really correct or really incorrect, but they flip around. People have ways of justifying whatever they're doing. Yes. So if I find myself worrying about that or becoming fearful about what yeah. I would characterize as a mob mentality, yeah. one way or the other, um, how do I not indulge in that just observe it uh, i'm saying i I'm, I'm sorry when i say i'm sorry i'm not really sorry but I, I don't know how else to say it i'm sorry i can't help you more than say just observe what happens in your mind without joining or rejecting you're doing take no position on anything and that may involve noticing the way you spontaneously out of fear take a position on something i do that that's how i'm able to talk about it i've not become somebody else it's just that we need to act as far as we need to do anything. We need to see what this is before this situation goes back into the elements, before this body-mind complex that we think is us, before it disintegrates, goes back into the elements. Find out what this is. So we have a few minutes if there's a... So where is dispassion? In a sense, it is. Uh, but it's not something you can do or produce. If you're on receive, if you're really receiving the world coming to you in all of its forms, including the nature, the way your mind shows up, then I'm not saying there might not be some kind of uh, a passion, but that passion is without a, uh, someone feeling that way, and it's without something to be to feel that way about. So the relative part is gone, and there's just you know there's just whatever that is, and that may show it can show up in anything. It can show up as the sun and moon. It can show up as a as a garbage heap. It can show up as a, a, a treasury where everything is completely valuable and like jewels use common. But it's not a particular situation. The particularity of it is a, a starts to become a, a opposition to something that's not that way. So good question. More about that? Mm -hmm. It's not a feeling or compassion. Is not a feeling. Uh, dispa, dis, dispassion is not the absence of feelings. If if you 
you can listen to me and uh, and I would say, just consider what I'm saying. Don't draw a conclusion about it. Don't believe a word I say. I say this over and over again because I, I don't want you to do that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying things that are believable. You, you could say, yeah, I noticed. I noticed that about you. You find it. I want you to find it. I don't want followers. Thank you so much. We'll stand and dedicate the merit in the back of our chant books. We'd like to call your attention to the donation boxes in the hallway. As always, we appreciate and depend on your generosity to help keep these teachings alive. Thank you. May merit this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. The three worlds, all Buddhas, all venerable ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajna Paramita. All Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and fill them with life.